0: Pastor Chris's podcast. The world we live in is breathtaking and complex. The power and majesty of it points to something or someone powerful and glorious, more wonderful than we can't even imagine. Who is this creator who sculpted the mountains and filled the oceans with water? What does the story of creation in Genesis tell us about the creator's character? In a world where we feel so small, we yearn to know our place. Who put us here? Where do we belong in this mighty world? What is our purpose? We need a firm footing to stand, to build a foundation for our life and our family. Give us something solid we can believe in. Genesis was written to help us know the truth about God. The creation story reveals the character of God and the life he offers us. If you want to know God and why we are here, you can find out by studying the story of creation in Genesis.
1: Reading from Genesis chapter 1 verses 9 through 13. Then the then God said, "Let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place, so dry ground may appear." And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land and the waters seas. God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land sprout with vegetation, every sort of seed-bearing plant and trees that grow seed-bearing fruit. These seeds will produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came. And that is what happened. The land produced vegetation all sorts of seed-bearing plants and trees with seed-bearing fruit their seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind and God saw that it was good and evening passed and morning came marking the third day this is the word of god for the people of god thanks be to god so on the third day god created dry land and vegetation. We live on an incredibly beautiful planet. A picture of the planet from space reveals a stunning blue sphere with swirling white clouds, continents of green and brown all set against the blue oceans. The mingling together of all these elements paint a picture of a planet that is lovely and inviting. Though each of the other planets in our solar system have their own beauty, none of them is as friendly or as appealing as Earth. We look at the Earth and we feel this is home. Our Earth would be much less appealing if it were only water. God knew this. And so he made our planet have dry land and water. All the other planets take their name from a Greek or a Roman God, but Earth derives its name from an Old English word that means ground or soil. Similarly, the Hebrew word for Earth in Genesis 1 is Eres, which means field, ground, or land. It would seem the very identity of our Earth is tied to the soil upon which we live and grow our crops to sustain life. The majority of the earth is covered by water. However, God made a place for us to stand on solid ground. 30% of the earth is dry land, approximately 200 billion square miles. There are approximately 75 billion square miles of cropland or pasture. 64 billion square miles of forest. God made sure we have enough land to live on and that there are a variety of different types of land. Mountains, deserts, prairies, forests, and more. And all of this points to the creativity of our God. There's a remarkable difference between standing on solid ground with a firm footing opposed to sliding around in the mud. Mud is, un- is that uncomfortable surface that's somewhere halfway in between being dry ground and being water. Mud, it can be fun to play in, but you don't want to stand on mud if you want firm footing. And stability. Jesus said, "Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rains come and torrents and floodwaters rise, and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock." Matthew seven twenty four twenty five God gave us the ability to think and to make wise choices, but we don't have to overthink every decision we make. We are fortunate that we have the teachings of God in Jesus Christ to guide our feet along a safe path. Does it seem to you like your life is planted on solid ground? Or does it feel like your world is sliding around in the mud? If you are slipping around, you may need to reevaluate what you base your choices on. Are you relying too much on your own understanding or do you rely primarily on what Jesus teaches in his scripture? Be honest with yourself. What really is the foundation of your life? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. God gives us a good place to take root and to grow. You've heard the expression, that's about as boring as watching grass grow. You heard that? But watching a plant grow is only boring to us because it seems like nothing is happening. But something is happening. When God looks at us and sees us growing, physically and spiritually, he's pleased. 2 Peter 3, 8 says, a day is like a thousand years to the Lord and a thousand years is like a day. How exciting it must be for God to watch us grow because he sees it at a different speed. Part of the reason that we're on this earth is to learn and to grow from our life experiences. Why else would God put us here if it were not so? Either God would just skip the whole earth experience or he would have used his unlimited power to solve all of our problems in an instant. But that is not the way our lives work we must struggle, we must exert ourselves, we must stretch, we must push, we must endure hardships. And through these trials, we learn and we grow. In Mark chapter four, verses three through nine, Jesus taught a parable about how we can grow and be fruitful in God's kingdom. He said, listen, a farmer went out to plant some seed As he scattered it across his field, some of the seed fell on a footpath, and the birds came and ate it. Other seed fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seed sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plant soon wilted under the hot sun. And since it didn't have deep roots, it died. Other seed fell among the thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants so they produced no grain. Still other seed fell on fertile soil and they sprouted, they grew, produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even a hundred times as much as was planted. Then he said, anyone who with ears to hear should listen and understand. A relationship with God is soft enough for us to set down roots. God is not hard and harsh like the footpath or the rocky soil in Jesus' parable. Seeds and relationships cannot survive in those kinds of hard soil because there is no way to set down roots for a solid foundation or for nourishment. God gives us the freedom to think for ourselves. He gives us Principles to live by in the Bible that steer us clear of unnecessary harm. And yet, we are free to apply those principles in ways that are relative to our current situation. God is like the good soil that is soft. Soft enough for our roots to grow down into, and yet also firm enough to provide a sure foundation When we are firmly rooted in the truth of God, we are nourished by the living water. We have a hidden resource of refreshment to carry us through the tough times in life. We look around at others who wither when life gets too hot for them. And yet we press on because we draw nourishment from our relationship with the eternal God. The deeper our roots, the more secure we are. Even when the storms of life beat upon us relentlessly, we may bend, but we do not break or fall over. We are upheld because we are firmly rooted in faith and God holds us up when others topple over. So God made a dry land. He made the dry land upon which we may stand firmly. And he also gives us a firm place to take root and to grow. Is your life firmly planted in faith in Jesus Christ? Are you tending your spirit each day to put down roots deeply into the eternal one? Days of drought... Are coming in your life when the trials of this life will beat down like a scorching summer sun? Are your spiritual roots deep enough to draw refreshing nourishment from Christ when you need it the most? Storms will come too, storms that will threaten to uproot you and throw you down to the ground. Are your spiritual roots deep enough in Christ to hold you firmly when the storms come? Christ calls to you today. Come, plant your life in me. For I am soft, soft enough to let your roots grow deep, but firm enough to hold you in place when you need it most.